0: Hello there, everybody, holiday goers. Welcome to the holiday version of Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is just wrapping up the first year of its existence as 2012 draws to a close. It's been a very exciting year, during which we got to see Season 2 of the Game of Thrones television series, in which some of us, for the first time, were able to read A Song of Ice and Fire, Book 1. Or, at least, most of it. This episode will be brief, and it is pieced together using the magic of sound editing. Because, as it turns out, each of the hosts this week are currently with their families spending some much-needed time during this holiday season. But, we all wanted to get together, and thank you again for listening to this show in its first year. And we wanted to wish you, well, all of our warm wishes for the holidays. So, without further ado... Here is Zach's message that he has left for you, our listeners. Enjoy.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Zach. I have to apologize. Many, many amounts of apologies for being MIA over the last couple of weeks. I've been out filming, and now I'm visiting home for the holidays. But I wanted to send Eric and the rest of the guys this message to you and yours for having a very, very happy holidays. Much like I'll probably be doing tonight, watching The Hobbit for the fourth time. So, yeah, there's that. Have a good holiday. Happy the world didn't end. And also have a good New Year. Make sure you do something stupid because it's more fun when you do that.
0: Yes, of course. New Year's. New Year's approacheth. After we get done with this uh, holiday that is upon us, we figure out how to celebrate the year that we didn't know we were going to have. How's about that? I, for one, did think the world was going to end, but hey, I'm very, very happy that it didn't. And speaking of that, Here is another person to give you a reason uh, to be happy about the world not ending. This is Selena's message to you for the holidays. Jingle
1: bells! (laughs) Yay!
0: And finally, the moment you've all been waiting for, a message from Micah. This story begins on the Twitterverse, December 15th of this year, when Megan, at Quagmire's underscore nest, asked, Can Micah do a dramatic reading of... The night before Christmas, Game of Thrones style, on Game of Owns, please. To which Micah replied the following day, Yes, consider it done. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Micah Tannenbaum doing a Game of Thrones version of A Night Before Christmas.
1: Twas the night before Christmas when all through the land not a person was stirring, not even the hand the traitors all hung by the weirwoods with care, in hopes that the others soon would be there. Bran was all nestled, all safe in his bed, while visions of three-eyed ravens danced in his head. And Cersei in her kerchief, and Jaime in his cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When down in the throne room there arose such a clatter, but it was probably just Tywin's horse dropping fresh fecal matter. Curiosity getting the best of him, Jamie flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. When what to his wandering eyes should appear, but a miniature man with seven whores and a queer. A little old driver, so lively and quick, Jamie knew in a moment it was his brother, the imp. A fresh slap for Joffrey, new slippers for Varus, St. Tyrion was now ready to deliver the presents from Balish. More rapid than ravens, his courses they came, As he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Raz, now Shay, now Tysha, now Eri, On Megan, on Daisy, on Loras, and Jiqui. To the top of the keep, then north to the wall, Now grind it, baby, grind it, baby, grind away all. They flew northwest toward the Iron Isles and looked down over Pike to see Theon Greyjoy trying to plug his own sister's dike, Laughing so hard, he started to tear. Greyjoy, that dumb shit, deserves nothing this year. He reached the Erie by midnight and went through the moon door, a baby bottle for Lord Robert and a big hello for Mord. Across the bite and the neck, the cold wind jingled his bells. He said to his passengers, were near Winterfell. The snow was falling hard now and it was too much to land, so he paused for a moment to remember the last hand. Now toward Castle Black they flew with great speed, a sleigh full of presents he knew they would need. And then in a twinkling John heard up above the panting and moaning of each little dove. As he stood from his bed and was turning around, Down the shaft St. Tyrion came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. His green eye how it twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, like he just popped eight cherries. His draw little mouth was drawn up in a smile. John could tell in his mind, this man had style. A wink of his black eye and a twist of his head, John suddenly realized he had only one bed. St. Tyrion spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the night watch's stockings, then turned with a jerk. I've given them all Dornish wine, he said with a wink, except for the fat one, best he not drink. Sir Loris is tired and appears to be worn, which way to the bedroom of your pal, Eliza Thorne? It's time for me to go, Lord Snow, but the women are yours. From Casterly Rock to Carth, they're the finest of whores. Then John heard him exclaim as he flew out of sight, Rate and review them five stars on iHor, or I'll be back for a fight. Happy holidays! See you all in 2013.
0: Again, I'd like to take this time to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know that you have your choice when it comes to Game of Thrones podcasts, and we know that you chose us, and for that we are grateful. So thank you again for listening this first out of many, many years to come podcast for Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I am Eric Skull. I wish you a tremendous holiday season. Happy New Year, and to all a good night.